Welcome to this week's episode of Insects for Dummies, where we cover all things entomology. Today, we'll be talking about what are considered to be the oldest living insects and how to remove them from your home. Silverfish and firebrats are groups of insects in the order Zygentoma. They used to be in the order Thysanura, but that order was removed after realizing that their close relatives, the jumping bristletails, are actually sister groups. Both silverfish and firebrats are under the same family, Lepismatidae, which houses around 190 species. I always have to use the word around or approximately because the fact always remains that we have not found or identified 100% of the insect fauna out there and new species are currently evolving as we speak. For those of you that have never seen a silverfish, first of all, congratulations, but I will now inform you what they look like. They have a unique elongated teardrop shape, with the head being on the widest end, and their tail has three bristles poking out of the tip. This is actually why they are also referred to as bristle tails. The bodies are usually silver, which is where the silver in their name comes from, and they move quite quickly on a floor swaying side to side the way a fish does. They don't have wings, and their legs are quite short, so they don't really stand out too much. Sorry, these insects are found worldwide, except for our new favorite continent, Antarctica. Firebrats are also referred to as bristletails, but are shorter in length, with a body that is more beige or light brown, and in most cases, not nearly as smooth looking. Something else that separates firebrats from silverfish are their preferred living conditions. Silverfish love cool and damp areas, which is why they are often found around bathrooms, laundry rooms, or in basements, while firebrats prefer warm areas and can tolerate drier environments, so they can be found near furnaces, ovens, attics in the summer, and fireplaces. Just like silverfish though, firebrats can be found worldwide, except for Antarctica and both silverfish and firebrats are nocturnal and feed on an absurd amount of things. In the wild, they eat plants, dead insects, and other small animals, but once indoors, they can feed on paper, glue, clothes, fabrics, plaster, carpeting. I mean, honestly, they can just eat everything, which is what makes them an absolute nightmare for librarians and people who collect a lot of antique clothing, books, or paper goods. Dust is also a major component of their diet, which I guess is kind of good. Of course, cleaning dust yourself is definitely faster and cleaner. These insects feed by scraping away at their food, so you know you have them if you find discoloration in holes in books or paper goods. Don't assume that if you have them in your home, then all your precious heirlooms and books are doomed though because these insects do prefer other more protein-based diets over eating your clothes, books, and other unnatural food sources for them in nature. So what attracts these insects to your home in the first place? There could be many things, with the most common being a damp and dark room, but also pipe leakage, food crumbs from starchy meals like cereal, etc. These insects are not seeking out your home from afar though, they actually prefer to stay away from humans and other creatures while hiding in moist, dark environments during the day. This is why they are referred to as occasional invaders by people in the pest management community. They are more often found in wet mulch and other areas outside that may or may not be close to your home. Of course, if there happens to be a large community in the outside environment near your house, then you are most likely going to find them inside your home too. 
but preventing them from staying around inside is actually pretty simple. You just need to make sure you're keeping your house clean, and more importantly, free from high humidity. They usually gravitate towards sealed off rooms with low light and low ventilation, which makes them the usual suspects for basements and attics. If you happen to have a large infestation, then your best bet would be to call a professional pest management company to handle the job for you. Otherwise, you can try a handful of various DIY traps to lure them and get them out, such as wrapping up a moistened newspaper or putting cereal, dog food, or other starchy attractants in a glass jar with tape connecting it to the ground. The reason for the tape is to help the insects climb up into the jar, but once inside, they actually can't get out because they have no traction on something smooth like glass. There are quite a few other methods as well, like using cedar oil as a repellent by mixing it with water and spraying areas where you notice damage. You can also spread out dried bay leaves, which are a major deterrent, and of course, more traditional methods like sticky traps and borax. It's important to know that silverfish and firebrats are not harmful to you or your pets, so you at least don't have to worry about any health-related problems if you do indeed have them in your home. More often than not, you will end up having a couple odd ones make their way into your home and not actually have an infestation. You'd know if you had an actual problem because the evidence would be all over the place. In the title of this episode, I mentioned that these insects are the oldest living insects on Earth, and this is true. In fact, proof of this is that both silverfish and firebrats develop into adults by going through 45 to 60 molds, which is way, way more than any other insect. This is an anomaly that definitely results from them being the oldest extant group of insects. The predecessor for these insects evolved in the late to mid Devonian period, and possibly as early as 400 million years ago, which predates dinosaurs by 100 million years. They were some of the first arthropods to be on land during the age of fish, when the first vertebrates were just starting to make their way out of the water. Silverfish and firebrats also have a really strange mating ritual not seen with other insects, which takes a really long time to complete. I'm talking over an hour and a half, and it is done in phases. Phase 1. The male and female will face each other with quivering antennae and then move forward and backward touching tips like in a waltz. Phase 2. The male then runs away and the female has to chase him down. Or perhaps the female is chasing him away. Honestly, we're not sure. Phase 3. They then stand side by side, aka abreast for the word nerds. But this time, the male vibrates his tail. Finally, in phase 4, the male drops a spermatophore, which is essentially a capsule filled with his DNA. The female receives this through her ovipositor and boom, done. It only took them 1.5 hours of foreplay and dancing. The average lifespan for a silverfish and firebrat is between 2 and 3 years, but they can live up to 8 years if they are lucky. In general, silverfish live longer, but they also lay smaller clutches of eggs while firebrats can lay up to 50 eggs in one clutch. The development time from egg to adult varies based on the temperature and conditions, but it usually takes a few months. The predators for silverfish and firebrats are spiders, earwigs, centipedes, and other small animals like geckos and lizards. This wraps up today's episode on silverfish and firebrats. 
Hopefully you've learned some things about the world's oldest insects and are prepared in case you find yourself faced with them in your home. As always, thanks for listening to the podcast. If you're enjoying it, please make sure to rate and leave a review on whatever platform you listen to. It really helps a lot. I've actually noticed a lot more reviews and it's really made my day. Thank you so much to those that are taking the time. If you want to check out the Instagram page, you can find it at insects number four dummies. And of course, you can send a listener email requesting something you want to hear about at insectsfordummies at gmail.com. <laughs>